0: Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Mosier sitting in for Chris Holman on the road. Well, recording remotely as we all are tended to do so these days. This time around, reaching out to Ryan Hunt, CEO, Michigan Works Association up in the Lansing area, but they serve statewide associated with the various outlets of Michigan Works. Ryan, welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat. Hey, Jeffrey. Thank you again for having me.
1: Uh, Let me just say you're doing a great job filling in for Chris. We all miss him, and we look forward to having him back here in the near future. But for now, I think we're all being well-served by your leadership and capabilities for filling in.
0: I appreciate that. And I understand that September is National Workforce Development Month, so I'd love to find out why it's important to call attention to workforce development. Sure. And look, it's a great
1: month to celebrate National Workforce Development Month. We're just coming off of our 2021 Michigan Works Annual Conference. We had hundreds of workforce development professionals and stakeholders join us for our annual conference, which was held virtually. We had just tons of great networking, speaker engagements, workshops on a range of topics that are impacting workforce development now and into the future. And it aligns perfectly, quite frankly, with National Workforce Development Month. So, You know, In August of this year, the United States Senate had passed a resolution to recognize September as National Workforce Development Month and really supporting workforce development in my mind, in the minds of our workforce development agencies across the state. It's really the most effective way for us to remain on the path toward economic recovery and long-term resiliency post-pandemic. Right now, we still have about 10 million Americans across the country that are unemployed, primarily as a result of COVID-19, and those negative effects have been really felt more harshly by women, by minorities, really, and individuals with lower educational attainment that are working in a low-wage positions. So we're working to rebuild the economy here in Michigan, and the Michigan Works Network is going to play a critical role in providing that quality training and education to the state's workers particularly those who have faced significant hardships as a result of the pandemic. And I'm excited to be leading the state's premier workforce development organization, the Michigan Works Association, as we look forward to working with our members and partners across the state to advance our very important workforce development agenda.
0: Excellent. Now, you mentioned the association's workforce development agenda. Do you have anything specific that you're focused on at the national level?
1: Sure. Yeah, right now it seems as though all eyes are on Washington, D.C. as Congress and the White House continue some of the conversations around an overall infrastructure package and what's, what's referred to as the reconciliation package a reconciliation budget. And so from a workforce development standpoint, we have our eyes on working with federal lawmakers, primarily the Michigan congressional delegation, on supporting $100 billion of investment in workforce development that's included and outlined in the American Jobs Plan. That investment is going to be essential in supporting job creation and economic recovery. I recognize there are a number of competing priorities at the federal, the state, and the local levels right now when it comes to overall post-pandemic policy. We can talk about broadband, we can talk about roads and bridges, but in my mind, the most important public asset and the most important piece of public infrastructure that we have is a, is a qualified and well-trained workforce. So the funding is planned as a result of that $100 billion in workforce development funding within the American Jobs Plan, that's going to go toward investing in some of the state's most vulnerable job seekers, Again, we're talking low-wage, low-skilled workers who really need the support services to enroll in training so they can continue to pursue a good-paying job, support their families, support their communities. And for that reason, it's imperative that the funding utilized within the existing workforce development infrastructure and to fund the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. A federal investment of that magnitude will provide Michigan the opportunity to improve and expand sector-industry partnerships, which are so critical in enhancing workforce opportunities across the talent pipeline for Michigan job seekers, and it really works as kind of a workforce development multiplier in in many respects.
0: I think so. So what is a sector-industry partnership?
1: Great question, Jeffrey. Uh, Sector industry partnerships, those are are critical to not only providing job-ready talent to employers, but they're also important because they help identify and cultivate training programs in sectors that are experiencing shortages or growth. And I think you and I can both agree that no industry was immune or isolated from the negative consequences of COVID-19. So there are a number of labor shortages across pretty much all industries at this point. I do have a couple of examples of very successful sector partnerships within Michigan's Workforce Development System. One would be the Health Careers Alliance, and that was created through state grant funding in conjunction with Michigan Works Partners in Southeast Michigan. There's also the Employer-Led Manufacturing Consortium. That is a partnership between Michigan Works Southwest, Battle Creek Unlimited area employers and training partners. There's also a Medical Assistant Apprenticeship Program again, a partnership between area employers, educational providers, and Michigan Works Services and Michigan Works agencies in various regions across the state. Partnerships like these, along with similar programming across the state of Michigan, provide additional career pathways for job seekers who require further education or training, and they also provide employers with more qualified talent that they can draw from here in the labor pool and make them more successful in the long term as well.
0: Excellent. Are there any state issues that you're focused on at this point?
1: Absolutely. Right now, we saw yesterday evening a report come out that a budget agreement has been reached between the governor's office and legislative leadership. And we look forward to learning more details on what exactly that entails for workforce development programming specifically. One program in particular that we are always a huge advocate for across the board is the Going Pro Talent Fund. And the Going Pro Talent Fund has been around since 2014. Just last fiscal year alone, that program made more than 1,000 awards through the Michigan Works agencies across the state in partnership with our friends over at the Department of Labor and Economic Opportunity. All of those 1,000 awards, there was about 39.5 million dollars that was awarded for training purposes across the state of Michigan. That 39 and a half million dollars helped leverage about 384 million dollars in private sector funding specific to training and workforce development. So again, that's one area, one program that we are very supportive of, and we look forward to partnering with Leo, with the governor's office, with our legislative members as well on ensuring that the program is well-funded now and into the future. If you look back over the last few years, we've actually seen that in order to meet the annual demand for funding and training through programs like the Going Pro Talent Fund, we would need about $55 million on an annual basis. So that program is relatively underfunded, but we do look forward to working with our legislative leadership, the governor's office, we owe other stakeholders to ensure that we can receive the maximum allotment of funding for that program to really have as much of a broad impact as we can on training for employers and job seekers here in the state. And then one other additional piece of legislation that we're focused on that was recently introduced by Senator Kent Horn is Senate Bill 615, which is the Economic Opportunity Act. And really, this is a kind of a reiteration of previous legislation, Good Jobs for Michigan initiative that was put into place several years ago. That's something that the association has supported in the past. Good Jobs for Michigan over the past couple of years, from 20 what is it 2017 till the end of 2019, that program was responsible for helping to create 8,200 new good-paying jobs and generating more than $5 billion in private sector investment. That program sunset in December of 2019. It has been reintroduced on a number of occasions in the Michigan legislature. In November 2020, the association signed on to a joint letter along with the economic development leaders for Michigan's that piece of legislation and we're going to do the same thing again this go around as well with the new Senate Bill 615 the Economic Opportunity Act we look forward to working with the economic development leaders from Michigan and other stakeholders to support that initiative so we can continue to remain competitive on a national and global landscape for additional business development here in the state
0: of Michigan. Tremendous. Sounds like uh, lots of material for uh, Chris or I to speak with you about in upcoming months. So Ryan, as we wrap up, how can our listeners learn more about Michigan Works Association and the Michigan Works Network? Sure. We'd
1: love for you to visit our website. You can visit our website at michiganworks.org to learn more about the association And on our website, you can also find a map that will link you directly to the websites of each of our Michigan Works agencies across the state.
0: Tremendous. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Excellent. Once again, Ryan Hunt, CEO, Michigan Works Association. We'll be back with more on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.